It's time for Larry No Spots. My guests tonight. For joining me on this Saturday afternoon, October 3rd, just after 4 p.m. Game 2 was last night. It's been a great NBA bubble and playoffs, and unfortunately, we're getting denied a great finals that would have wrapped it all up. So... My experience, I was actually watching game one. I I don't... When did they come out with the news that Dragic was injured? I don't think it was... They said it until the second half. Uh, because I started flipping around, watching some of the baseball playoff games, and then started seeing all these reports about... They first thought it was his Achilles. Thankfully, it's not. But it seems like with this plantar fasciitis tear, plantar fascia tear, he's going to be out the rest of the playoffs. And Bam is maybe going to return, but still unlikely. The neck injury. This is not the heat we grew to know and love. Um, so let's start. Anybody think the Heat are going to win a game this series? I did yeah. before the injuries, yeah. but now I do not. I do not either. Uh, I would have, if we recorded before the series started, I I think I would have. I probably in my head thought the Lakers were going to win this one, but uh, I would have, because I'm rooting for the Heat, would have picked them anyway as like Heat and seven. Now it's Lakers in four. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't even know what there is to talk about. I know. Face coffee. <laughs> coffee? Oh, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Butler's coffee? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's... Uh, let's talk about the greatness of LeBron James. Yeah, I think we should go there. Because he... You know, the Heat played really well last night, despite everything. They, their offense was cooking. They were shooting like 60-something percent. And they made it a game late, even though it seems like it was more about L.A. kind of letting up. But man, I mean, LeBron is great. He's He picked apart that zone and was finding everybody. And didn't the Lakers... I mean, is this right that they set a record for three-pointers made in a finals game? Attempted, certainly, they got in the close. first half. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to shoot that well, you can't, like, the zone is not going to ever work. Right. Right, and yeah, like he was, and Van Gundy was all over it, 
you know, with, uh, yeah, you get, you get um, LeBron or AD in the middle of that zone. There's just nothing that the Heat can do because the Heat had the small guys like patrolling the baseline, right? Like it's, um, yeah, I, I really, I don't know. LeBron was good. LeBron was good, but I think, I think AD was the unstoppable one last night and as good as LeBron was, I mean, it just, AD was at that one point, he was nine for 10 and was making absolutely everything. I think he was nine for 10 in the first half. And then again, in the third quarter, maybe like he was, he was just utterly unstoppable. Like no one on the heat, like he was just shooting over Crowder. Like he was, you know, working guys inside and out. I don't know. Like, I mean, LeBron's great. His greatness is not in question, but man, AD is a player. Yeah, so this seems to kind of be the only thing worth talking about right now, right? Who's going to win finals MVP? Right. Anybody got Jared Dudley? (laughs) uh, um, So I... I people say people talk about how dominant Anthony Davis is. And listen, <clears throat> I don't disagree. He's a dominant player. He's very good. He is not the most valuable player on the Lakers. He was last night, I think he scored 32 points, was 15 for 20 from the field, which is 75%. That's very good. But LeBron James was 15 for 24, which is also an incredible percentage. Nine assists and nine rebounds. I, th- I just think LeBron James is the more valuable player. Maybe AD is more dominant. Uh, but more valuable, I think, is LeBron James. Plus, I really would like to see him win finals MVP in three different jerseys. That's a, that's also kind of what I'm rooting for here. I, yeah. I don't I don't know if AD has had a better series than LeBron has. So first of all, I I don't know I I think that's got to be unprecedented the three MVPs and three jerseys. It is. There's only three players who have won. No, four four players who have won championships with three different teams. So that would be, uh, oh man, Robert Ory. <laughs> Robert Ory is one of them. Yep. Oh, Houston, L.A., and San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kevin Willis, I think, is another one. No, no. John Sally. Oh yeah, John Sally won with Detroit. LA and Chicago. Is that right? Maybe. Yeah, that could be. I'll look it up right now. I was looking it up the other day. Um, Danny Green will also get his third. Mm-hmm. Danny Green on the Robert Ory All-Stars. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was thinking about players who fit this mold the other day as well. But anyway, I I think AD will get it, the MVP. But I also feel like LeBron runs this team. And I'd be rooting for him. 
to get the MVP. It's only it's only Robert Sally and um I'm sorry, Robert Ori and John Sally. Oh wow. And so Danny Green and LeBron James would be joining them. Elite the, company right elite there. Elite company of Robert Ori and John Sally. <laughs> Spider Sally. I mean, yeah, does I mean, okay. So okay, let's let's just say for arguments. I I don't know. Like we can't really say a lot about they. If 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 you're going to choose Finals MVP right now, it'd probably be Anthony Davis, right? Like mm-hmm. he's had a more dominant series, two more outstanding games than LeBron, and they would he would he would have earned it. Let's say LeBron James does win Finals MVP. He is he has got to be the most dominant postseason player, individual player in the history of basketball, right? I mean, Bill Russell won eleven championships in thirteen years. Um that was when there was like eight teams in the league. Most of them, yeah. Um Sam Jones won ten of those championships with him. Um I don't know. What do you what do you take away from Bill Russell for having won all those consecutive championships? Because Wilt Chamberlain was in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just I don't think I mean I think Bill Russell was great. Like, no question about him. I just don't think winning was as hard when winning was that new. Right? Like it wasn't. It just wasn't, there was no history attached to winning when the league had only been around a, a few years. And, um, and there's, I don't know, there weren't as many teams. They're just, it wasn't as hard. Like I, I don't take anything away from it. Maybe if he started in a 30 team league, like he would have still been a nine time champion. I, I honestly, there's, there's no way to, to say. Cause he, he averaged 24 rebounds in the postseason. Yeah. He was, he was great. And he, the guy, the guy played great defense and it's just, I feel like these narratives take hold and there's no way to unseat them. Like all he cared about was winning and Chamberlain cared about stats. And it's like, okay, probably, I mean, but he might've had a better supporting cast or better coaching or all, all this stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And it seems like the Celtics were just such a dominant team in that period obviously with how many championships they've won but it was also in an era where a dominant team like that could be kept together for a decade mm-hmm. that would never happen today yeah um so going with the most i mean the obvious other person to bring up is jordan right as the most dominant postseason player uh and he'll always be compared to lebron and vice versa he only went to uh, he only went to six finals. That's true. LeBron's been to ten and nine out of ten years. Like they called the Le- they called the they still call it, I guess, the NBA Finals, the LeBron James Invitational. Yeah, yeah. Because he's there all the time. I mean, they should call it the Andre Iguodala Invitational. <laughs> right? <laughs> he's another. I mean, this this would have been. I guess it would have just been his second team to win it on, but right, it would have been his fourth championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's his sixth straight finals appearance, I believe. 
Yeah. So, tremendous. Mm-hmm. Yep, tremendous. And he really came on <laughs> as like, especially in the conference finals. Yeah, he was he was really good in that closeout game against Boston, especially. I thought that game was over, dude. I was thinking game seven. Mm. I was thinking at, you know, the nine minute mark or whatever. I was just like hanging my head. I thought Boston had it. Um, yeah. Again, this is because I think maybe I was really rooting for the heat. And so I just got so dejected because I was, God. So, yeah. And then Boston was just terrible when they fell behind and they were chucking. Oh my God. That was a, that was, they should look at that back at that and feel like that one got away. They should probably be in the finals. Yeah. We, we talked, we talked about that and I feel like, um, Charles and Kenny kind of talked about this on TNT. Um, they're like a bunch of good individuals who don't play team basketball. And not, not, not that they're incapable of playing, not that the individuals on the team are incapable of playing team basketball. It's just not a well put together team. There's too many, there's too many variables. I feel like, uh, like I think Barkley was saying like, okay, now you take the ball and now it's your turn. All right. Now you take the ball. And now it's your turn. Whereas like the heat is like next man up. But it yeah. all doesn't matter. The Lakers are going to win the the championship. Yeah. Let's talk about the rest of that, the Lakers team. Um, certainly in the playoffs, the third best player has been Rondo, right? By I mean, far. we've by far. And we've said this in other yeah. episodes, which is crazy because he, again, it looked like his, create, his uh, career was done and just is not very good in the regular season. These in the past few years. Yeah. And Dwight Howard has been definitely the fourth best. I mean, cause even though Pope hits threes and stuff here and there, Dwight is just killing them on the boards, just killing them. And he he's, yeah, he's credit to him for like, like he's leaned out, you know, that's, that's Riley's old thing. You got to lose weight as you get older. So mm-hmm. you can, you know, keep those joints <laughs> I don't know. Dwight, like credit to Dwight for being good. I can't stand the guy. He's annoying, but man. Yeah. He's a beast. Yeah, he's incredibly annoying, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He he really uh I mean, listen. Uh not that you're not going to listen, but uh I really I am like I'm excited for this year I, I loved hearing uh before the game last night listening to adam silver speak man i i like i paused the him talking and i i ran in to like grab my fiance i was like you gotta listen to this guy i mean he's such a good leader um and uh he's so deferential to everybody around him he's so egoless and that's what you need in a good leader. That's what a good leader is, is someone who listens to all parties and helps to make the decision that's the best for the most people involved. And not just necessarily um, the people with the money, but mm-hmm. he recognizes that the people with the money only make money if the people who don't have as much money 
will give that money and people who don't have as much money will only give that money if it's if there's a product that's worth giving and so you have to get the people who actually make the product to get on board and so you give them money i mean like he just like he understands because he listens to everybody he does such a good job listening that we were so we're gonna look back on this and that's why i'm glad we're recording this because like this is like we're going to look back on this and be like, man, that was really special. Like as, as gapped up as both college and professional football schedules are right now, the NBA bubble is something else. And it may be something else for an, another year. We don't know. Oh yeah. So by the way, um, did you hear, I, th- I think I read this this morning. Cam Newton has COVID. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so, Micah, I think that's a good point, and I have mad respect for for Adam Silver. So, I I, but I feel like we can't talk about making money without the elef- bring up the elephant in the room, and that's like, why the hell is no one watching this? That's a good question. Yeah. So, I no, think I sports. Think I think the basketball has been at an amazing yeah. level. I think the playoffs have been as entertaining as ever, especially because they've been going faster. Yeah. The normal, you know, four games at a time and all this other stuff. But yeah, the numbers don't back it up. Oh, TV ratings? Yeah. Um, I have a very, very, very glaring reason why. What's Go that? Black Lives Matter is written on the court and we are a racist country. It makes a lot of white people all across the flyover states and southern states really really uncomfortable because it's calling out something that they don't want to they don't want to deal with and so they'd rather not watch like passive fans would rather not watch if it's going to call their racism into question and make them have to reflect on something and actually have to deal with something does that do the numbers back that up like I haven't, I haven't seen the numbers for Central versus Mountain versus Pacific versus Eastern Time. So I don't, I don't know. I haven't looked at the numbers at all. That's my well, hunch. I, think, mm-hmm. I just, just thinking. Like, first of all, we're still mostly Eastern Time Zone, right? Like, d- definitely plurality. If I mean Eastern Time Zone in this in this country, right? Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. So I don't know. That that would mean it's aggressively bad in the middle of the country, right? Yeah, and I I said that as a a generality. I think that that kind of racism pervades throughout all 50 states. I think that there's, I think that there are uh, people who hold racist ideas um, actively or passively in their heads and to see Black Lives Matter written on the court makes them not want to deal with it at all. So do you think, okay. So I, I very much think that's a, that's a possibility um, that that's the issue. And what about the, what about just the timing, right? Like the fact that there's really no competition for those eyeballs in the middle of June or like May and June from a sports perspective. I think that is a part of it as well, because I, it seems like there's been so much talk about sports and that sports overall, I thought were getting good ratings, but I could 
be wrong about that. I don't know. Uh, I, I do think there's something to them all being games being played on weird schedules in the afternoon sometimes and the playoffs all going on at the same time. They maybe are cannibalizing each other. It could be. I, I honestly don't know the reason and yeah. I haven't really studied it. I'm just I'm just curious. And I was I saw the headlines and I was very disappointed. I was honestly I was shocked because my first thought was what Micah was saying about the oh, you yeah. know, Black Lives Matter. And so that disappointed me. And then just as a basketball fan, I was like, why are you people not watching this? I like know. this is this uh, sucks. This has been the best. Uh uh, the television rate. So television ratings also are going down all across the board. Yeah. But that's, that trend's been there for a long time and this has hit a new absolute low. Um, the game. One of the finals was like led the television ratings of everything that was on during game one, game one, of the NBA finals was the most watched. Okay. Um, so um, I honestly, I, you know, I, I couldn't tell you, I think it's a variety of things. I think racism has a large part to do with it. I think, um, I think that uh, lower television ratings has something to do with it. And I think that as Brian was saying, um, who's Brian? <laughs> uh, I have this friend named Brian yeah, yeah. something uh, to me earlier. Yeah. I remember off air, we were talking about how Brian was saying, uh, Larry, and I think you brought this up uh, that um, it's just at a different time that people aren't necessarily used to. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not a diehard NBA fan, but I watched the finals and I have for the past 15 years. Um you know, a lot of, I don't think, you know, I don't think a lot of people are that big of a fan. I mean, um, most people are more passive fans. And when you add the adjustment of different time of year, streaming, taking a lot of eyeballs away and the internet taking a lot of eyeballs away uh, from television ratings and um racism yep <laughs> um i think that that will but mostly i think it's that people's eyeballs are being taken away and put on facebook i'm sure other people i'm sure a lot of people are, are following along and you know watching highlights or whatever whatever it is they just may not tune in for the actual actual game which of course and adam silver talked about this the goal is to get people back into stadiums yeah. back into arenas to watch live, whether that's socially distanced or with um, a vaccine or whatever it is like what's happening right now is clearly not sustainable. What's happening right now is not sustainable for most industry. Oh, um, you mean as far as the loss of revenue for the NBA? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but TV ratings, I you know, those are three three guesses that I have. But I I don't know, and, I, and I'm 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 sure it's different for a lot of different people. Yeah, because I I also would have thought that with people home more often now, mm -hmm. 
and like craving for live sports that it would the ratings would have been up and maybe they were initially i don't know when like the bubble first started could be you guys know the show ridiculousness i don't what show is that it's a clip show it's on mtv have you watched mtv in a while not in a long time Right. So, butthead still on. So, it's a clip show that's just about you know it's like jackass people getting hurt or whatever internet clips. It's like Tosh point oh. but I like the flavor of it, and they play it back to back to back to back to back to back to back on MTV. Right? Mm-hmm. It's that sh- it's, it's a show that's designed to do that, like Law and yeah. Order, right? But I don't want to sit and watch the commercials so i have recorded it and i watch it and it's like a mindless 20 minutes for me to watch people you know fall out of cars and get hit by two by fours and whatever you know what i'm saying but uh everything is going that way i mean appointment viewing even for basketball games i think is not as strong as it once was and i also don't think you can discount people's activation and constant following of politics out of necessity right now yeah i was just i think i think that that has taken a lot of people's focus and rightly so um i wish it didn't have to um but i'm glad that it is yeah um so i don't think that sitting and watching a live basketball game for three hours, mind you, like that's a long time. Uh, and to sit through the barrage of corporate attacks on your brains to get you to buy oh my God. Uh, alcohol, you know, um, I think it's just like a lot of people, especially young people are like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I'm going to record the game. And I've been doing this a little bit too. I've been recording the game. And starting watching it like 45 minutes late. So I, the game ends for me right when the game ends for everybody, but I don't have to sit through the commercials. And I'm also not tweet live tweeting about it, right? So I think that like, you know, I think that a lot of people are banking on the the second screen thing being something that's good for appointment viewing or or, or whatever, but... I don't know. I think the way that we do DVR these days is probably not going to last for very long. They're going to have to force us to sit through mm-hmm. commercials in order to watch a basketball game. Cause I just think people aren't into watching, you know, live TV because of those. It, it does feel like an assault. Like I'm an alcoholic. I haven't drank for years, but to sit and watch Coors Light commercial, Bud Light commercial, Smirnoff, all this junk that I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want that. And I don't want that for the rest of my life. I don't want to sit through 20 minutes of someone telling me to buy alcohol for a like a three hour game. Yeah. Or Geico. Because <laughs> yeah, I've already got insurance. I've got it. <laughs> I, I have you. I have you. I like Geico. Okay. I'm good. Yeah. But uh, what if Adina Menzel were to sing to you? <laughs> that song, like, just, it's it's in my head. And I don't yeah. want it to be. Yeah. So the, the only reason I bring it up is just because um, the commissioner's, you know, res- part of the commissioner's responsibility 
is to make the owners a lot of money. And I love Adam Silver and I want him to be the commissioner of every sport forever or an equivalent Adam Silver in other sports and stuff like that. And I want to be the NBA guy forever. And I just, you know, I hope that happens. And yeah. the, the dollars need to back it up. The ratings need to back up his moves as commissioner and stuff like that in order for him to stay. Well, here's, I, I think because this is such an exceptional year that the lowest TV ratings in history are still better than no TV ratings at all. Mm-hmm. And to have just an end to the season, uh, I think that he upheld that part, that segment of the economy and that industry as best that could be upheld. I agree. Um, and the second go around of the bubble, if we should get there, which it's looking like we probably will, um, we'll do an even better job of that. So that when we do come out on the other side of this, there, there will be, the NBA hasn't hemorrhaged a bunch of fans, which one could argue that writing black, lives matter on the court did that but it's a question of do you want to keep that fan base yeah i think and i think uh nba fans tended to be more liberal than sports fans in general that's been the case for a while and Mm -hmm. advertisers seem to be and they're not doing this out of any moral obligation it's just for corporate (laughs) It's just for good corporate PR seem to be leaning in towards the more liberal political position. One one would say that that it's not a liberal political position. One might say you're just hedging your bets and trying to land on the right side of history so that your, uh, your corporation doesn't go under with the mindset that a lot of these people are going to be going under with Mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah, so the corporate Amer- the corporations definitely view that that position, which is not just liberal but like good and right, uh, as the future, and sees that demo as the one who's going to be the future and has more spending power. Right, and I think I mean it's similar to the '80s with apartheid. Right. It's like corporations didn't care about apartheid. (laughs) They really didn't. And then people, you know. And and why would they? They have no interest in 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 being activists. It's not in their it's not in their interest. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. So. So. So, yeah. But they got, you know, people people put pressure on them and they were like, yeah, okay, let's just not support the South African government. Okay, we're we're cool with that. Buy more Pepsi. And then it, it works. Yeah, and that's what the NBPA is doing, and they're doing a fantastic job of it. And Adam Silver is doing a great job of listening, and the owners are doing a great job of allying with them. Mm-hmm. And they yeah, may be too- better than the I NFL. Like, I, I feel like the, the the thing I worry about is that the the fragility of that is the like I think Adam Silver is exactly right. I think the NBPA is exactly right. I think the owners are doing the right thing right now. I just worry about them continuing to do the right thing, but I, I hope they do. I think this is, this is great. Well, they, they can't be left to their own devices. Yeah. I they think- have to continue to have pressure put on them in order for them to do the mm-hmm. right thing. And that's always the case with anybody that has power and anybody that has money. Yeah. And I think my hunch is that the owners will be partly because they, they want to keep the players happy and 
and continue playing, obviously, they're, they're going to continue to do the right thing in terms of Black Lives Matter and allowing the players to express themselves. I don't know if they're going to continue to do the right thing when it comes to bubble play and COVID. I'm because they they they're going to want those fans and and fans in an indoor arena is not a good idea as it seems like we have a second wave coming or yeah i mean it's it's very very clear i mean now you know the president of the united states and many people within that yeah uh inner circle as well as many and just uh, republican senators have come down with covid and it's i think it's becoming more and more real the hot spots are in the middle of the country right now um, I think it's becoming more and more clear what reality is oh, yeah. to everyone. And it will only become more clear. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in November because I, the next NBA season is going to be on the other side of November. So what the sort of national climate is in regard to um, precautions and calculated risks is going to be interesting to see what, you know, in 2021, what that's going to look like. Yeah. The NBA has a lot to figure out as do all these leagues, uh, right. As the finals ends about what's the salary cap going to be. Cause that's dependent on league revenue and how do you flatten that, which is going to have huge ramifications for off season moves and just yep. decisions to make about bubble play. Who's playing who? Cause you can't do an 80 game bubble. That's, I don't think players would go for that or anybody could, yeah any human being could go for that. I think uh, there's been talk of um, uh, making the uh, season a, a trimester. So you yep. bubble for a couple months, take a month off, bubble for a couple more months. And uh, I, it's viable. Or if you can bring your family with you, if you can have your family on campus with you, as I think, a number of families are doing that right now. I think a lot of Not Jimmy players, Butler's because Jimmy Butler's here for just business. You know, it's funny. Uh, I, I bet if they do another bubble season, he will has, that's a guy who was driving a, a, a minivan around uh, a couple of years ago. So uh, yeah. Was he really? I don't remember. Yeah. He, he, when he was in, uh, I think in Chicago, he drove a minivan. That was his, that was just his car. Yeah. Cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think that's doable for the families because they have like kids have school, wives have work. Like a lot of like everyone has other friends. <laughs> you know, that's sort of, I don't think. Not Jimmy cool. Butler. Not Jimmy Butler. <laughs> you God know what? I don't, think it w- I don't think it would be too out of the question. So many players move around for a good a good part of their um a good part of their career so families are routinely uprooted and moved to a different city and a lot of times families don't go with the players yeah to a new city right so like mm-hmm. when Dwayne Wade uh played for Chicago i don't think Gabrielle Union and his kids moved with him or Cleveland. they stayed in Miami Right. He did play for Cleveland. Um, So um, I think that, you know, I think 
I have a lot of faith in the communication between owners, players, and uh, the league that they will be able to come to something that's going to be not ideal. None of this is ideal, but will be the best possible. I didn't imagine like when in April, I, I had no, my imagination. I was like, this season is done. It's just completely over. And when they came back, I was like, I think, I think they'll be able to come up with something great. Yeah. I think Thank so you. too. And yeah, I I think we all could use it. <laughs> uh, For sure. Unless you're racist. Yeah. In which case, you know, just grab some COVID. Yeah, just grab some COVID and that'll end your racist life soon. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is going to be the new coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. That happened very quickly after he left L.A., which makes me think they already had a deal in the works. Uh, what do you What do you guys think about him coaching the, the Philly team that you hate to talk about? God, I wouldn't I wouldn't wish that job on anyone. <laughs> I really like Doc Rivers yeah. and I really think he's a good coach. And the problem is you don't want to do you don't want it to end. You don't want to underperform in back-to-back scenarios, right? Like Doc's a lifer, he's great, and he'll be able to get a, I would hope he'd be able to get a job as long as he wants one in coaching. But if you under-deliver with the Clippers, which, you know, there's a lot of people feel like he did with a couple of super teams they had, and then you under-deliver with the 76ers, which I think anybody would, because this team, I don't, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it in the way it's constructed. I don't believe in Joel Embiid as a competitor. So I just, I feel like this, I just don't think it's a great move. I don't, but if he wins, then that's awesome. And I, I will root for him. I'll root for Philly reluctantly because of Doc Rivers yeah. now. I think that's it. For sure. Um, I don't know what a better situation would be for him. Probably New Orleans, maybe. Yeah. Or, or TV and wait for a, Mm. a different type of job right like he has his choice but i think yeah. he likes to coach it's not it's not a it's not a terrible situation like i mean they're definitely a playoff team yeah i mean if he gets them if he gets them to the conference finals he will not be fired that uh, yeah respect if he gets them to the conference finals i think that would be amazing well amazing. he could yeah, he could. I mean, like, what else is there's Boston? That's that seems to be like a big hurdle for them. And honestly, I, I with the with the Milwaukee, Toronto, possibly Indiana. They're I probably mean, not, but probably not Indiana. But I, yeah, I mean, they're not the one. They're not one of the two best teams in the East right at this moment. But maybe they are talent wise. Maybe, maybe he could make a difference. I mean, he is a uh, player's coach. Yes. Uh, that seems to be what Joel Embiid might respond to. Somebody who's been there. Brett Brown hasn't exactly been there. Although I think Brett Brown's a fine, fine Mainer. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't, don't want to hate it. Uh, it's a risk, though. 
but yeah, so sure. is coaching in the NBA. So yeah, the only and part you're right. He loves to coach, and people yeah. who are saying like take a year off, do you know, do TV, do whatever. It's like how many years do I have to coach left? But, yeah. Exactly. You know, that, like f it, right? So I don't know. I just hate that particular situation. Yeah. I just oh, I'm over Philly. That's the only. That's the only issue. Yeah. Um, well, now you might not be because Doc Rivers is going there. Um, what happens with the Clippers now? Who do they think they're going to pull in that's going to be – who could be better than Doc Rivers? Because I don't know, man. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, we were all like, oh, Kawhi and Paul George, that might be the way to go. LeBron James and um, Anthony Davis are – once in a generation players, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are not. Paul George uh, is not. I, I think Kawhi is. <laughs> I don't think Kawhi is. I think he got lucky twice. I don't know. No. I, I, lo- I think Kawhi is great. And he, yeah. he played think, really well these playoffs this, besides the last game. I think I he's think- great like Charles Barkley is great, and he got yeah. lucky. Charles Barkley didn't get lucky. No, he did not. Yeah, I think Kawhi's compromised physically now, but I think Pete Kawhi was an all-timer. Um, yeah. When was Pete Kawhi? I would say that that 2014 or 2013, 2014 to 2000, like even through the Raptors championship. I think really? he was. I don't, I don't think so. He ended the Raptors so. championship. I think he was dragging his leg. But I thought he was great. I think he's been on limited minutes since he was in San Antonio. And he won one championship and was the finals MVP with Tim Duncan and didn't do anything else. Well, the Toronto stuff. I agree. I think he got lucky. I think he got lucky that Kevin Durant went down. I think he got lucky he didn't get hurt. Listen, I agree. He's a great player. I just don't think he's top 25 of all time. And I think that LeBron James and Anthony Davis definitely are. Uh, well, first Anthony of all, Davis, yeah. Anthony Davis has the second highest scoring average in the postseason of anybody in NBA history. I know he's been amazing all eight, eight, eight or nine years. Like his, Oh, wait, no. So you can't can't give me this, Micah. That's crazy. Uh, You you tell, oh, cool. How many times did Kawhi do it? Well, you know, Anthony Davis does does it every year. I also don't think Kawhi is a better individual player than Kawhi. Well, first, I don't think Kawhi's compromised physically. I, I know he needs the load management or he wants the load management. I don't know if he needs it. Uh, I, I still, I, I expect the Clippers to be back next year. In, yeah, I think they'll be back as a real competitor. And I think, I think the right coach can unlock it. And maybe that maybe they have to trade George and get something for him. I don't know, but yeah, they've got talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as far as uh, like you were saying, AD's. You think AD is a better player right now than Kawhi? And just yeah, in general. yeah, I do. 
Yeah, I think I would go with that too. But I do think Kawhi is special. Like I think. Um. I also think Charles Barkley's special. <laughs> I think Kawhi, yeah. if it's a little a tough because who knows how the rest Clyde of his Drexler. career goes. What? He's a glorified. He's a Clyde Drexler with rims. Nah. No. No. I think he's it, such a it, good shooter and so good, such a good decision maker. We were starting to see him as a ball handler this year. I, I, I think he could go down as a top twenty-five player. Yeah, I think Anthony Davis. If LeBron James doesn't come along, he's just a good stat, a good stats, bad team guy for his career. I just, I agree. He, he's not a killer. He's not Kawhi's a killer. I don't know. Killer Kawhi. That's a that's a great point. I I well, LeBron James didn't start out a killer. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it could it could rub off. Yeah, I think I think he's like he's kind of figured out. Um, how amazing he can be and what it takes. Like he's, he is unstoppable now. Like watching him, he's like a, he's a freaking, he's so good. Yeah. So good. Offensively, defensively, I'm talking about AD and yeah. and LeBron helped unlock that, which I yes. think. Is amazing. And I think LeBron is totally willing to let AD take center stage. Oh yeah. Cause rings baby. Yeah, baby. So this will be number four, right? Number four. Number, Number four out of ten. Wow. <laughs> it's not, not a great winning four. percentage, but... Um, oh, four. The, okay, I thought you were saying the, four out of ten, like there will be ten. <laughs> no, four out of ten finals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not yeah. four, not five, ten finals. Um, yeah, I, I, I think... I, I, going back to what I was saying before, I, I do think he is the best postseason um uh, results person oh yeah i, I yeah i don't think all any, time. any question any question he's he's amazing so who who are you thinking for the next clippers coach god i mean people say lou i don't i don't i don't think so and i wouldn't wish it on lou because i again i feel like some guys don't get too many chances um and I mean, it could be Kyrie Irving because he's a coach now. Apparently. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, so it, I think it was Kyrie who said in that in Brooklyn, like I guess he was asked a question about Nash, and it was just like, oh, we're all sharing coaching duties. Yeah, we're, we're all going to be coaching. KD will be coaching. I'll be coaching. Oh my God, he's the worst. Um, <laughs> he I, is the Kanye West of basketball. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> gracious, West. man, give it a rest. He's yeah. Kanye West is Kanye West. Yeah. He's not as good at basketball as Kanye West is at rapping. Like that's, he just, thinks and that's the thing, right? Like he's, uh, it's really unfortunate. I think like they, they had asked, someone had asked LeBron about jealousy, right? Or, or, or someone asked, someone asked like, what was different about this team than any other team he's been on? And he was like, you know, the difference, the thing about AD is he's just not jealous. He's not a jealous type. And it was clear that he's talking about Kyrie. And <laughs> that that aspect of Kyrie Irving's personality has been extraordinarily toxic. I, yeah. yeah. I love that he and Kevin Durant think they're going to be able to play together and get along. I, it's not going to, it's not going to, it's going to be so, this is not going to, this is not going to be good, right? 
way. I mean, do we do we start to? Uh, okay, so let me ask you this: Do we keep this NBA pod, this NBA topic podcast going for the rest of fall, and we talk about all the updates and stuff, or are we going to talk about this right now? We talk about next year and what's well, actually going to happen with the Warriors coming back and. I actually have to run in about five minutes or so. Nice. But <laughs> yeah, I got to go to the bathroom in a little bit. It's cool. <laughs> but, <laughs> I got to run too. But yeah, I think we, I think we should, I think, I don't know. I'll, I'll leave it up to our distinguished host, but like if Larry can, you know, get us the airtime, I think we should keep, um, you know, addressing issues because the NBA is, you know. Oh, it's like going. a, it's a 13 month a year sport. <laughs> it, it, no, but there's there's always off season talk to talk about. So I'm I'm, yeah. I'm always happy to do that. Yeah. So, I, so the I, answer so to your question is question yes. that I didn't answer. I don't I don't have a good coach picked out. I don't know who's going to walk into that locker room and make those guys do what they need to do to win. I really don't. They have they obviously have the talent and they have the supporting cast that I think I think they could go with a good like X's and O's kind of coach not necessarily like a player coach like a nick nurse type and how many brett nick brown <laughs> i don't know if brett, brett brown brown's available oh i mm. they might mm. yeah from what i've read is they, they plan on doing a really exhaustive search it's not like philly where they just like oh we want doc um and one rumor was they they want to try to convince coach k to leave duke i don't see that happening no way. Yo, he's he's 80. He's very old, yeah. And college, he's the one in charge. Yeah. You're not in charge in the NBA. Why the would he do that? Coach Calipari might. Coach C, now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, but probably not, right? He's in a pretty not. sweet position he's where he's at yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. And he's he's also like... He has touched so many incredible NBA players right now. More than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Way more than anybody else. Yeah. I mean, it probably goes him, Coach K, and then who? Coach Williams? I mean, Williams herself, they're, they're right there. Maybe Izzo. I mean, Izzo doesn't, have, doesn't do the same NBA talent level. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Yeah. No, no. longer... <laughs> No, not Bayheim. Not Bayheim. Not Beeline. That guy didn't work. Oof. He was a great coach, though, in college. Did Cleveland hire another coach? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Where did Billy Donovan go? He went to Chicago. Let's do some research and then uh, do another podcast. Yeah, we'll talk about coaches. We'll talk about some stuff. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Let's like do it. delving into territory that we're like, well, we haven't really been paying attention <laughs> because the finals are happening yeah. right now. But, uh... It's all happening. Are we talking four or five? I'm thinking four. Four is in what? Four games. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I agree. Four. I hope not. Yeah. I mean, it's not impossible that Miami will steal a game, especially if Bam comes back and is okay. But I'm. I'm gonna pick four. Yo, yeah, I think. I think Howard. Howard and Bam are like the same type player. And Howard is just bigger and stronger than Bam. Yeah. I mean, Bam's a much better now offensive player. Yeah. He has more moves offensively. He's a better passer, but Dwight's in the way. He can't. <laughs> yeah. 
the rebounds are just so, oh God, LA is getting all the rebounds. Staggering. Good for them and good, good for us. Job. Good job, LeBron James, of being coach, GM, and MVP of the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes. And he will be that for the rest of his career. Yep. Uh, yep. Anything. Which will be get- 10 more years. 10 more years and 10 more championships. Anything you'd like to plug before we get out of here? Just vote. Vote. Yes, please vote. Oh, Despite God, the vote. news going on, do not let up on that voting, that voting block. Vote, 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 vote. Uh, yep. Great. And uh, I, of course, am at Larry the Athlete on all social media. And you can follow and subscribe to Larry No Sports on any podcast service. Good night. Good night.